Oh, baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. As we said, we want to see uh, as many folks that have an opportunity to come out and, yep. and, and say hello to us. And by the way, uh, if you have the opportunity, if you're not busy, come by. Oh, yeah. And John as well. Great yeah. location for the Iron Cactus, of course, the originals in Calhoun. Mm-hmm. And a great, a great new location for them on Desired and one of the older buildings that didn't have anything in it and, and uh, the revitalization of downtown Monroe. Great stuff. And we've been there. As a group, all of us have been there, and it was uh, a lot of fun. really, really good. A lot of fun, uh, good atmosphere in there, uh, easy to park and everything down in that area. So, yeah, go out and see those guys during the uh, sports company this afternoon and say hi. So we talked about yesterday, we always love to uh, see, see and meet listeners and get your feedback. So go out and see all the guys out there. And then, of course, stay and eat also uh, good Mexican food there at the Iron Cactus. Want to thank uh, our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber from North Monroe Animal Hospital, US 165 North in Monroe. The best pet care anywhere on the planet. 318 345 4545. Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, tremendous based North Louisiana attorney, specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury. Don't delay. Don't delay. Call Bobby today. 318 342. One four one one and Spa Nouvelle and Lammy Lane in Monroe. Their number is eight zero seven ten sixty. Pamper the special person in your life today. And of course, you can get us on the Washita Valley Credit Union hotline or text line. And as always, that is eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. Let's see. Oh, that was for the previous show, so we won't have to read that one yet. That's what happens when we're old, too. We get our notes mixed up here. But uh, Oh, no, here it is. <clears throat> yeah, this is it from from Richie. Yeah, this one just came in. So Richie, Sean, to the thing that you were talking about, grumpy old man, he said, Sean's just mad because it's already hard enough for him to follow this show uh, with Waldrop. <laughs> <laughs> very, very true, Richie. Kramer's uh, presence yeah. makes the show unbeatable. 
which is not true, but <laughs> but we're grateful nevertheless for uh, all, all comments. By the way, don't let's let's not uh, venture too far from our script here, Mark. Uh, swarmy, uh, what does he call it? Swarmy comments or uh, unflattering comments are welcome. As well right, as flattering yeah. comments. Right, uh, yeah, I get enough. As long as it's relatively clean and we can say it over the air, uh, we'll be glad to share it with the masses. Yeah, so. I appreciate, Richie. I appreciate the the kind words. But, yes, we also get, Kramer's terrible. He sucks. Why do you guys even have him on the air? He's awful. I don't even, when he's on, I turn it off. Well, it's bad enough your wife tells you that every morning when you wake up. Yeah. Now you got to so, hear it from everybody Yeah, else. so we get, we get those, too. Uh, it's just like uh, Sean said yesterday in a text during the show uh you've got to have at least a certain amount of uh, thick skin and also um some confidence about your knowledge on sports and how you deliver it on the radio uh because you're going to get criticized you know no matter who we have on any of our shows somebody's not going to like them for whatever reason whether it's a personal reason or they don't like the sound of their voice or whatever it is uh, not all of us get positive uh, comments all the time. So uh, to uh, your point, Mark, you have to be able yeah. to take those and just kind of, you know, if they're constructive, because, you know, one thing I try to do just me personally is just like I did when I was coaching. I never, I never felt like I knew when you think, you know, everything or you've got it made, that's when you start going backwards and, or you quit growing and you can do that's true as a person uh, in your vocation, whatever. And I always, I never, I never thought that I knew everything as far as coaching was concerned. Cause I feel, I felt like I was going to stop growing as a coach if I, if I did that. And this is the same thing. You know, I try to do better today doing radio, whether it's play by play for high school or college baseball or doing the sports company or doing this show, I try and do better and learn from things maybe that I didn't do so good yesterday, I try and do better today because I constantly want to keep improving uh, and being able to bring a better product whenever I'm on any of the shows. So that's kind of my goal, and I, that's kind of the way I try and live uh, as a person too. Well, I mean, uh, and to your point about uh, having thick skin, I actually started this gig when, when I got into radio. I was actually 5'5", five five, and now I'm 5'4", uh, but I do have thicker skin. And uh, the smartest person in the room is is our producer John Tabor. It's, it's certainly not. Well, uh, we know that. Yes, we know John's is, the best. He is the smartest person in the room. And we if uh, we said that, yeah, full disclosure. Yesterday, we said we are not the. Uh, we get about fifty percent right. But you brought up something uh, at breakfast this morning, uh, Mark. That I thought was really interesting about. Uh, you know, we, we do try to build trust. That's why we're doing things like remotes at Iron Cactus and right. so forth. We do mm-hmm. want to earn our listeners and advertisers and sponsors trust. But uh, there's some things going on at the University of Tennessee that uh, maybe uh, brings a lot of uh, those of you who followed it uh, with the uh, eventual hiring of Jeremy Pruitt, the the situation with the uh, head coaching hire and the uh, AD there, John Curry, who has now literally run out of town with pitchforks and knives coming after him. Uh, I'll let you touch on that, uh, you know, if we have a chance to get into it. But that was – very interesting how you can lose your fans' trust, your fan base trust, uh, and it, it 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 speaks a lot to what's going on in the world today. And I'll let you take right it. in the nation too, and that's why I said we've got a lot to talk about today. So um, a lot of in depth things to talk about. We want your thoughts 
at 888-993-7762. This situation has come out with a reporter in Tennessee and uh, the now former John Curry, the athletic director at Tennessee. They have released uh, emails and text messages between this reporter Mm -hmm. and the and the former athletic director when he was the athletic director with the uh, Greg Schiano hire, which turned out to be a nightmare for Tennessee. But the whole crux of the of these emails, these emails and texts that were released to the public, is that the reporter basically was in bed with John Curry, the athletic director, in trying to spin the public relations because one of the headlines, the thing that – of course, he's not there anymore. But the headline uh, from one of the articles, former Vols AD John Curry says, Tennessee people are wacko. But in, we've always known that. In yes, text yes. exchange yes. with reporter. That's one of the headlines on just one of the articles about this whole situation. And so what has happened was that this reporter uh, in these text messages, and you can go read them for yourself, uh, John Curry basically says, hey, man, uh, you know, the Tennessee fans are wackos. And uh, they're going to have a problem probably with this hire. I'm going to need your help mm-hmm. through your ability to spin things in the media. I'm going to need your help to write positive PR articles. I'm going to need your help with the PR on this hire was basically what he said. And so the reporter comes back and, and says, oh, I think you did a, it was a great hire and this and that and, and trying to kind of butter up the AD and says – how far do you want me to go with the public relations? You know, how how far positive do you want me to make everything seem? So now, what can you believe? You know, it's funny because you hear all this uh, controversy or talk back and forth on the national political scene about fake news and, and the media spinning things the way they want the public to hear it and this kind of thing. We th- always think about it in the political realm, but this is in... This is actually in the sports realm where proof of with the text messages and the and the emails of basically a conspiracy between the Tennessee athletic director and a main reporter that covers Tennessee athletics and football to conspire to spin articles to try to sway public opinion towards the positive side of Greg Schiano being hired at Tennessee. And of course, it all fell apart, but the the concept is there. Mm-hmm. So when we see articles now, how much trust can we really have in you know kind of the head reporters? It's just like we've talked about, and I know Sean talks about this a lot on the Sports Company um, when something like this comes up on the on that level on the TV level is you'll see things come out say on ESPN. And they'll break the news and then come to find out it was wrong. They never come back and rep- and everybody thinks, oh, this is gospel because it was said on ESPN no by retraction. by whoever. Yeah, and they never do a retraction. They never come back and apologize. Hey, we jumped the gun. This wasn't true. We shouldn't have put it out there till we had two confirmations. You know, we apologize if if it affected this person and or this person's reputation. You know, blah blah blah, all that kind of stuff. So. Now this is on the written word as a as a written word reporter doing this, so it really puts in doubt to the general public. What can we really believe as far as the spin that 
reporters could be, I'm saying could be, put putting on stories to try to shape public opinion towards the positive for a coach or an athletic director or even, say, in the NFL or, or NBA or Major League Baseball, a particular player maybe that's having, you know, some disciplinary problems or whatever. What can we what can we believe? Well, when you mentioned that uh, John Curry and the, and the reporter were were in bed together, you're euphemistically speaking, of course. But yeah, uh, the well, point is the hopefully. point is you're making is that uh, you're right. I mean, everything uh, and this this does bleed uh, politics into sports, sports into politics. In that, and and we on the other side of the break, we can go into what are the motivations behind this. What were the motivations on the part of Curry, as well as the reporter? And I think a lot of it is, I think uh, Curry knew this was going to be a little bit of a dicey hire. And he basically was going to use this reporter as his own PR firm to try to sell this, uh, knowing that it would have some, uh, maybe some offshoots that weren't going to be very popular with the fan base. But uh, again, what what could have possibly been the motivations for this happening? But also, this is a little different in the sense that, you know, a lot of in the politics is innuendo and, and conjecture. They they have actual emails to trace this relationship back and forth between Shiano and uh, and Curry and the AD uh, excuse me the reporter so you've got all sorts of uh, you you've got a paper trail here so to speak that that links it and it 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 just gives further credence to the fact that you know most of what you see take with a grain of salt it, it just because it's on the internet doesn't mean it's true just because mark kramer jamie fox or terry waltrip say it or sean fox, you know even take our you know we do this for you know you know to, to, for entertainment slash informative but it is you know we don't mind that uh, we're not always right uh we're certainly not but i don't think we have an agenda like curry and uh you know, this report. Right. Had. And our listeners have told us that. And that's yeah. one of the reasons that the station decided to sever ties with ESPN uh, is the fact that they had an agenda that they were pushing that was not popular mm-hmm. in this area uh, in a lot of different ways. We won't get into that, but it, it it was one of the reasons that 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 change occurred. And as Sean said on the sports company on Monday when I was on with him, that our listeners have really uh, listeners and advertisers really since we up. made the change, yeah, have really stepped up and supported the change, and we appreciate that so very much. And we take the trust here. At Sports Talk 97.7, we take the trust that our advertisers and listeners have in us. We take it very seriously. You know, we're not just going to throw any kind of junk out there. Now, we say our opinions, and as I said yesterday, you know, most of my opinions are worth a cup of coffee at McDonald's, but we still throw them out there. But we don't try to hoodwink our listeners or say something that blatantly is not true just to get reactions from people, you know, and that's not what we're all about. Uh, when we do the shows that we do. We'll go ahead and take our first break. We're going to continue this discussion. Give us your thoughts on this because this could be, this could end up being a huge, huge national story as far as what the power of the press is and what kind of responsibilities they have to the public. You're listening to The Edge here on Sports Talk 97.7. G.B. Cooley reminds you to support a worthwhile cause in North Louisiana, and that is the the Louisiana Special Olympics. Jamie and I will be right back.
it's tax time. If you're hearing this and are in need for a car, truck, or SUV, you need to come to Car Pros North in West Monroe, Louisiana. We have over 500 to choose from, and 75 of those are under $5,000. Excellent financing. We offer extended warranties. We will be open late all the way until April every night. Come get your money's worth at 601 Cypress Street, West Monroe, Louisiana, and visit us on Facebook at carprosnorth.com. What I tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. Jessica Ledoux, member and employee for Ouachita Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Ouachita Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Ouachita Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland Parishes. We know you have a choice when it comes to your finances, and to us, you're not just a member. So if you live, work, worship, attend school, or own a business in Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, or Richland Parish, let Washita Valley provide you with excellent service and secure financial well-being. Membership eligibility required. Member NCUA. Bored with a dead-end job, ready for a change? How about an exciting career in real estate? Coldwell Banker Group One Realty can guide you through every step from real estate school to an enjoyable and profitable career. Our initial interview will give you the honest facts, good and bad, you need to know to make an informed decision. Call Daryl or Paula Beasley or Brian Avera at 362-0007. Coldwell Banker, the most trusted name in real estate. Each office independently owned and operated. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to the Edge. Right here on Sports Talk 97.7. Mark Kramer, Jamie Foxx here with you on this Friday to end the week. Terry should be back on Monday. Maybe. <clears throat> Got some more texts coming in. Want to read before we get to the text. Want to read. We're continuing this discussion about the reporter uh, his name is uh, Dan Wolken from USA it's a USA Today columnist Dan so we're not talking about He's you know some, better, yeah. yeah some local Joe Blow guy uh, that you know doesn't really have a lot of influence this is a USA Today columnist okay and so this is how it kind of went it says former Tennessee I'm reading from the article 
Uh, former Tennessee Athletic Director John Curry seemed to know that UT's plans to hire Ohio State's defensive coordinator Greg Schiano and its football coach may not receive glowing reviews from its fan base. Curry wrote to these, all these text messages. The University of Tennessee released Curry's text messages Thursday in response to a records request submitted by in December by USA Today Network Tennessee dash Tennessee. Uh, so Curry writes to Wolken, gonna need some help on the PR. That was one of the text messages. Our people are wackos. Talking about the Tennessee fan base. Oh, without question. Yeah. And uh, well, Walken Walken's got quite a bit of you know. Again, if not to give too many people, because we are questioning a little bit of the media, but Walken's got quite a bit of credibility. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's why I pointed out that he's not just some you know local yokel guy that writes you know for the Nashville paper or something like that. Uh, So he says. I'll help. This is Wolken responding to that email. I'll help. Not sure they'll listen, LOL. I know he's a very good coach and is about the right stuff. Says Wolken first first reported the news on November 26th that Tennessee was in the process of completing a deal to hire Shiano to replace Butch Jones. But Curry and Shiano signed a memorandum of understanding and Chancellor Beverly Davenport and Financial Officer uh, Davis Miller never signed the the document, which made it, you know, not uh, not binding. So these are those were some of the early comments from them in the uh, back and forth between the two, where he was in eliciting support from a major columnist to spin articles to be able to try and ease the uh, ease the pain, so to speak, and make it sound like it's a good hire for Tennessee. Now, we want to go, Matt says, hey, this is a wonderful decision, fellas, listening more now about this subject. Yeah, well, I think Walken, it, it's, it's surprising. <laughs> I, and I'm, I'll be honest with you, Mark, before you read that, I didn't know Dan was the one that was involved with yeah. Dan Woken was yeah. the one. USA Today columnist. Yeah, and he, I kind of wonder, you know, and I, I talked to you this morning, I said, what could have been Woken's motivation? Could it have been, you know, was he trying to go rung up the ladder? Well, he really doesn't need to have another rung up the ladder. Right, and see, um, that brings up another subject. I want to read the, <laughs> un- unnamed says Kramer, I like McDonald's coffee. <laughs> Yeah, nothing and, wrong with McDonald's coffee, especially senior citizens' coffee. Yes, fifty cents a cup, by the way. And um, let's see, Richie texts back in, says Clay Travis didn't help this situation with an uh, unjust Shiano smear campaign. Curry was right. Uh, <laughs> Tennessee fans are wackos. Uh, to me, enlisting PR to help curb fan hysteria created by an idiot on the radio was the right business move in this situation. They failed to mention that Travis had already poked the bear with the initial rumors surrounding the potential hire of Shiano. Of course, Clay Travis that's on early in the morning here on 97.7 now. Also, you have to realize is his his show is based in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So he's also, you know, close to the are we right there in Tennessee and has uh, a little more uh, going on 
with that as well. Uh, but the subject matter is considered, you know, where where is the line between what is really being reported as fact and what is being spun by reporters to shape our opinions to either that way or another way. Now, one thing that needs to be brought up that you just pointed out that is also important. I know that a lot of these guys now having been in the media for about 15 years and talking to newspaper print reporters uh, throughout the years, they also have to concern themselves with having access to these people. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of times if a reporter burns a guy, whether it's a player, coach, administrator, you know, the guy will say, hey, you've burned our bridge. Don't come ask me anymore. I'm not going to give you any inside information. I'm not going to release things to you to print before, or I'm not going to give you a scoop if this is the first thing. You burned our bridge by burning me with whatever the subject was or or some kind of negative. Maybe somebody didn't do the job right or a bad coach or a bad hire, and you write something negative. You know, say I'm a reporter. I write something negative about Jamie Foxx, and you get mad and say, okay, Mark, that's it. You know, you burned me this time, and so don't come to me anymore for any inside info or scoops or anything like that because I'm not giving them to you because of what just happened. So I understand on that level that a reporter has uh, a fine line to walk between continuing to have access to the people that they need to have access to for writing articles, but also kind of keep some semblance of the truth going on. Yeah, and I think a, a lot of times, though, that uh, we we can talk about agendas all we want. Well, I mean, you know, uh, college presidents have an agenda. College athletic directors have an agenda. Uh, you know, certain universities have an agenda. Most of it, the agendas of everybody is to win every every game you play. That's that's the agenda for everyone. But if they can, if you can get the press at least on your side. Now, we're seeing this play out at a national level, right? I mean, we're seeing just all-out war between the press and, uh, you know, the executive office. So we're seeing, you know, and so what, in response to that, what is the president doing? Well, he's using Twitter to try to defend his positions, why he's doing things. Um, Because he said, I I would prefer not to, but this is the only way I can get my side of the story out. Right, because the press is so biased towards him. Right, and I think it would obviously be better if he didn't, but no one under, I can kind of understand that, but at the No elected official, and we won't get on politics, but this is just my own opinion. No elected official doesn't, the president all the way down to a congressman and the senators and everything, no elected official should be able to get on social media. No, I, I agree, but here's the thing. Uh, in an informal survey not long ago, uh, 80 to 85 percent, this was done anonymously, so you didn't have to identify yourself in any way, shape, or form in, in forms of gender, you know, race, politics, or whatever, what, what party you were affiliated with. Uh, informal, you know, the poll was taken, and 80 to 85 percent of the press voted for the party that our current president is not. Okay? So from the beginning, you know, when feelings are hurt like they were, and that's what happens. So you have to find a way to get your side of the story out. And I guess this is what John Curry, you know, thought. I've got to have a way to sell this because this is the guy I want. But so, it's not going to be popular with our fan base. So he used a, a you know a pretty well-renowned 
writer with USA Today, Dan Walken, to try to get his side of the story out and why to justify why he was doing what he was doing. Uh, and then, of course, we saw the fallout from that. And uh, it's just unfortunate. I mean, nowadays, I, I'm seriously thinking about getting off Facebook because I, I, don't, I don't do Twitter. I don't do Instagram. I don't do anything. And I'm, I don't even bank online. And I, I apologize to my banking institution. I know it, it just infuriates them and irritates the hell out of them. But I've had my identity stolen. And I try to keep, believe it or not, I mean, this hour that I'm on, that's that's about the most you're going to try to find out about me. I mean, it's, but be, but in full disclosure, the rest of it's pretty darn boring. So <laughs> you don't want to really know. But from, from John Curry's standpoint, I can kind of, you know, if you feel like, You've got a hire that could potentially alter the direction of this program in the right direction, but that candidate has a few words. Well, tell me right now, what do you, if you're Rick Pitino's agent, what do you do to sell him right now? I mean, we know Rick Pitino can coach. We know he can recruit. And you're saying, you know, you're saying a, a school like Rhode Island right now, who had a very successful coach, Dan Hurt. To me, I'm taking a flyer on Pitino. And but the family, oh no no no, really? Yeah, then go, spend another five twenty-two seasons, five and five wins, twenty-two losses, lose thirty games over the next two or three years, and see if your fan base still feels the same way. Just ask Florida International of football. Exactly, <laughs> and look at them now. Yeah, yeah, and, they're starting to trend look, upward. And look where they are now. We'll go ahead and take another break, and we've got some more text messages to read. We'll do that when we return on this uh, subject about uh, media trust and how far people can go uh, to uh, kind of try and shape and spin the public opinion in sports. You're listening to The Edge here on Sports Talk 97.7, brought to you by Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. 318-345-4545. Jamie and I will return right after this. At Vernon Dodge, the spring sales event is going on now with great prices and low financing. The all-new Pacifica is $6,500 off MSRP. Get $6,000 off MSRP on 18 Dodge Chargers. Get $7,000 off 18 Grand Caravans. Get an 18 Jeep Cherokee for only $19,900. Get $6,000 off MSRP on 18 Grand Cherokees. And we've even got $3,000 off remaining 17 Jeep Wranglers. During the spring sales event at Vernon Dodge in Ruston. It's grown up. is the perfect way to get through the day or chillax at night. Just come inside Taco Bandito, and as quick as a masked rabbit, you're enjoying a world-famous grown-up green icy. We've got your grown-up green icy ready when you come inside Taco Bandito. Taco Bandito on Forsyth Avenue in Monroe and Warren Drive at Cypress Street in West Monroe. It's grown-up green icy time, grown-up green icy time, grown-up green icy time at Taco Bandito. If remodeling your bathroom is on your to-do list, 
Glassworks of West Monroe makes it easy and affordable. Glassworks specializes in beautiful shower doors and custom mirrors for a one-of-a-kind look. From gorgeous custom mirrors in any size to framed or frameless shower doors with coordinating hardware, you'll be amazed at the transformation and the affordable price. For example, search Facebook for Glassworks of West Monroe LLC. Glassworks, making your bathroom new again. When people get sick, they need a doctor. When cars get sick, they need Autoplex Automotive. So if your check engine light comes on, you have an electrical problem, need brake work, or just an inspection sticker, they do it all. They're a full service shop that can perform any BG service and stand behind their work with a parts and labor warranty. They even offer towing service. Autoplex Automotive, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. When your car's sick, call 855-4483. If your gas gauge doesn't work, you might run out. If your speedometer doesn't work, you might get a ticket. Don't risk either one happening to you. If the gauges in your car don't work, call or come by Dash Solutions in West Monroe. They can fix anything that's broken, and most repairs are done in less than an hour. The solution to broken gauges is Dash Solutions. I-20 at 5th Street in West Monroe, 355-8595, 355-8595. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. You have got to see our huge inventory of single wise starting at $26,995. That includes delivery, setup, and central air up to 150 miles. Help us celebrate 40 years in business. That's at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City and Shreveport. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to The Edge. Sports Talk 97.7. Had to think about that for a minute. Had a senior moment there? No. I'm, I'm still trying to not say the other four letters. I understand, yeah. It just rolls off. It's like well, when you, edge is four letters. Yes, yes. It's, it's yeah, not the edge. The edge, right? Yeah. It's like doing. I've done so much different play-by-play <laughs> for baseball. Yes. And I have different cue cards to read, and I've said everything from Bearcats to Bulldogs to <laughs> Eagles this year. It's just, I mean, well, that's a whole other show talking yeah, about you mis mispronouncing oh, mascots. Gosh, <laughs> uh, it's it, you know, you know when you say at the end of each inning, you know you're listening to. So and so on this station. I feel your pain, Mark. We'll come at. Hey, Tabor, did such and such ad play? Well, what show? What? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you, you do five you, shows you, a yeah, day during yeah, football. John, yeah, John's here. Like, you know, it, they blend together after a while, don't they? John? Well, and each show has its own well, hotline right, sponsor. Who's got the sponsors? And yeah, who, and I just quit. Yeah, it's yeah. not easy. So uh, uh, I apologize in advance for my. Play-by-play -play shortcomings when I'm when I mess up a mascot or uh, uh, try and do the right thing on the show here. Believe it or not, if those of you who could see the studio right now, we we actually have to have a, we, a, we have to have a dry cheat erase sheet. board yes. for all of our well, sponsors. Half of it's probably outdated now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so you can one thing I do know because I've got it right here in front of me. You can get us on the Washita Valley Federal Credit Union hotline or text line. And uh, we have uh, another text from Matt. And Matt says, unfortunately, news is no longer news, but slanted bias. You also no longer need to verify information before putting something out there. 
It's like they just throw darts out there to see what sticks and then take credit for being the first one only if it's true. That's a very good point, Matt. I appreciate that very much. Uh, Another controversy from yesterday, from last night, Kansas State players said they were upset after Kentucky's players and coaches left the court before taking part in a post-game handshake following Kansas State's NCAA tournament win on Thursday. Kentucky's coach Jim Calipari said there was no disrespect meant by his team. Says they were celebrating after the victory, and they just kept celebrating, so we just turned and walked off. Your thoughts, Mr. Fox? I'm in uh, John Tabor's corner on this one. I think what you do if you're John Calipari, first of all, you give them you you walk to midcourt. You stand for I would stand for a good two, maybe three minutes. If Bruce Weber doesn't gain enough composure as well as assistance to come over and shake hands, the players those are young, those kids are celebrating. I'm sure that didn't cross their mind. Now. At some point, it may be on Weber then after that to not get his kids corralled and, over, and walk yeah. and over there. I mean, that that is to Calip- – I'm going to take Calipari's side on that, and I don't take his side on oh, much Wait a anything. minute. You're going to take his side on something? Uh, on, on that. Well, I mean, you know – That's it, hard to believe. Well, every once in a while, you know, you got, you got, to, you got to go to the dark side. But here in this case, uh, I think John is you, – you go, you make the effort – so, I mean, if for no other, we're talking about the press. If for no other effort than the press can see, you're standing at midcourt making the effort to shake hands with Bruce Weber and his Kansas victorious Kansas State Wildcats. You make the effort, then if it's not reciprocated after a couple of minutes, then yeah, you're totally justified in walking off the court at that point. But you make the effort, and uh, and John, I don't, I think John Calipari was upset about that loss about as much as anyone he's ever had in his career, and I he can say what he. But, I mean, you make the effort, and if it's not reciprocated, then, yeah, you have every right to walk off. So, you know, does everybody think, did they make the effort? Did they stay long enough? Did the coaches have corralled their players enough? Uh, I'm not talking about on the Kentucky side. Because if you listen to some of the uh, – here's the uh, here's one of the quotes from one of the Kansas State players. This guy's kid's name's Ahmad Wainwright. Uh, they didn't shake our hands. It's just sorry. They know what they did. Hmm. Well, at, at some point, you know, maybe you, uh, you know, Kentucky doesn't, I, I look at the Blue Bloods, and that's just why we all love to see the Blue Bloods lose, right? Well, and then Is Wayne, anybody going to really get that upset if Duke gets beat tonight? No. No. And then he goes on, Wainwright goes on to say, this is a player. On that situation, it's all about respect. That's what it should have been. It's all about respect, Calipari said. That wasn't the case at all. He said they tried to go shake hands only to see Kansas State's players busy on the court celebrating. Well, they were turned and celebrating, so I just walked off, said Calipari. There was no disrespect meant or anything. It's just that they were celebrating, and I was happy for them. You were happy for them, so you walked off? That I don't get. You know what you do? And, I, and there's a, there's another way to cover for this. After the game, if you can't shake hands with them, go in the locker room. Go in K-State's locker room after the game. Or uh, take your team in there. I uh, can't do that. That's you, not that's, The coaches can. Yeah, the coaches can. But the coaches can. They maybe meet them outside. You don't want to walk. That's kind of an unwritten rule. Well, I mean, you wait a few <laughs> minutes. You give them the, you know, the standard, let them celebrate. And then I think if you're Calipari, because it's been done. 
it's it's been done. The 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 losing coach. I mean, it happened with Dabo Sweeney in Syracuse this year. After Syracuse upset Clemson this year, Dabo Sweeney physically walked in the locker room and congratulated the Syracuse coaches and team for that upset victory. Well, he always does stuff outside the box. Anyway. Well, John Calipari no, could take a lesson just, from Dabo Sweeney. I can't believe I'm cover, <laughs> taking sides with Dabo Sweeney either. But again, one, more, one more quote from a Kansas State player, Levi Stockard, said, Kentucky leaving the court felt intentional. That's not the sportsmanship you like to see, but that's them. They just walked off the court. I don't know what it was. I just don't know what they were thinking. Well, they're thinking they 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 just were the number their, five. Seed. They got they their got butts handed. The they That's got their they butts thought. handed to them is what they is what they were thinking. But uh, so, where does the responsibility lie on something like this? And how far? Uh, how much time is enough time? How far do you go to continue to promote sportsmanship in this instance? Well, I think you know if you're the NCA, instead of you know trying to put Coastal Carolina on nine years probation or whatever you do, go after uh, smaller schools without the resources. Why don't you spend a little effort on this and address it in the future? So I think John's case is, is compl- that, that's, that's the first step. If you, you, know, you go as a losing coach, and even if you're a prohibitive favorite, you go, um, you stand at midcourt to greet the other coaches. If at a couple of minutes those coaches don't reciprocate, or bring their team by, then absolutely you could walk off the floor. But even then I would try to make the effort later. Um, I think that's what the problem is with the and, – and people think, you know, Terry and I get into this all the time. He differs from this than I do. Imagine that. Um, you know, he thinks that I just – you know, I, I never pull for – that I should – you know, that I hate people that are successful. Like I, I don't. I don't. But even more so – tell you the school that has the one of the most – most class in all of America, and I used to hate them, and I still do to some extent, but Nebraska. Nebraska will give a team – now, granted, if they beat Nebraska or they give Nebraska a good game, most of the Nebraska fans will give the opposing team a standing ovation as they leave the field. Nebraska? Nebraska. Yeah, in football. In football. Yeah, when Louisiana Tech played at Nebraska a number of years ago – and I had a lot of my personal friends that went to that game, oh. and they said, <coughs> "Excuse me, the exact same thing." Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're very uh, Nebraska fans will absolutely appreciate fine play. Now they want to win just like everybody else, and I'm sure, you know, Nebraska football hasn't been what Nebraska football has been in the past, but you know, it's still a, a top product, and you know, you, every kid in the state gets a chance to walk onto the Nebraska team because they're you know there's so few players you know d1 caliber coming out of the state of nebraska but to the point but they said of, the same they all yeah. said to a man that that the it's nebraska the nebraska fans were some of the nicest fans they'd ever talked to or been around um at a road game for louisiana tech football and you know kentucky is i've, I've been to the university it's a beautiful place and i've been to kentucky football game i've never been to kentucky basketball game but uh you know, I think after a while there's a sense of entitlement by these schools like Kentucky, Duke. And that's why – I mean, I hate to say it, but that's why I like to see them get beat because I don't – and I know maybe it's like Goliath and, and David, so to speak. I mean, the little guy beats the – but who doesn't like that? I think it's I mean, a matter of 
all you hear every year is Duke has the number one recruiting class right. or North Carolina or Kentucky or, or whatever. And you like to see uh, – people just tend to like to see a team that has just, you know, two or three-star players, a whole roster of two or three-star players – uh, beat the roster of one and duns and five star all American McDonald's all Americans and all that kind of stuff. I think it's just kind of human nature to pull for uh, the guys that don't have all the advantages of recruiting and the big money budgets and you know all of this. Instead of they're traveling on buses instead of planes and you know it's kind of the old minor league baseball kind of mentality. You know where you're traveling all night on a bus to play a doubleheader the next day and that kind of thing. So. Before we go to break, got a, a fairly lengthy email, I mean, a text here from Richie, but I want to read the whole thing. This happens all the time. Uh, how many times has CNN, talking about the, the news thing, how many times CNN, Fox News, NBC report something and then something else is released to prove the initial report to be a lie? ESPN went out and they're out of their way to help Michael Bennett seem like a victim. Push that um, sorry police brutality story. News finally came out revealing the truth, and ESPN never said a word about it. Now, that's absolutely true. If it hadn't been for Clay Travis, uh, whether you like Clay Travis or not, he was the only person on the national level that called Michael Bennett out as being a fraud and a liar mm -hmm. in that situation in Las Vegas. And it was very unfortunate that, uh, as, as Richie says, that ESPN chose to just kind of uh, let the story die and not come out with the true story. Uh, any news source will spin anything and everything to push whatever narrative they want just because it's sports doesn't change that fact. How many reporters do you think Joe Oliva has tried to get him to help push the idea that Orgeron is the answer for LSU? Even as hated as that man is, I'm sure he has a few uh, guys in his pocket. And he says Calipari is the Darth Sidious <laughs> of NCAA basketball, the epitome of evil with a snake for a tongue, LOL. <laughs> Thanks, Richie. We'll go ahead and take our final break. We'll be back to wrap up the show for this week here on The Edge on Sports Talk 97.7. Brought to you by Mr. Bobby Banning, attorney at law, tremendous-based North Louisiana-based attorney specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury. Don't delay. Call Bobby today and pamper the special person in your life with Spa Nouvelle's gift certificate, 807-1060. Back to wrap it up right after this. Louisiana, do you want a great deal? This year's fourth annual Jim Taylor Memorial Sales Event is benefiting MedCamps of Louisiana. Each year, MedCamps provides free summer camps to children with chronic illnesses and disabilities from all across Louisiana. It's Ford Truck Month at Jim Taylor in Ruston. We have a huge inventory, and we're making the best deals of the year on all 2018 F-Series. Come shop with us this month and help support MedCamps during this tremendous event. Help support MedCamps and get a real Jim Taylor deal. 
Are your legs tired and weak? Are you able to walk less than you used to or want to? How about sore, achy feet at the end of the day? These symptoms could be peripheral arterial disease or PAD. When in doubt, please check it out. Call a heart, lung, and vascular clinic location near you today to schedule an appointment. 329-1900. Dr. Borders has clinics in West Monroe, Monroe, and Winsboro and offers outpatient vascular procedures for your care and convenience. Call the Heart, Lung, and Vascular Clinic today, 329-1900. What does it take to live an uncommon life? Here's former Super Bowl winning coach Tony Dungy with today's Uncommon Moment. I can't help but wonder sometimes if the reason why it's difficult to forgive others is because we simply can't forgive ourselves for all the times we've fallen short of God's standard. So we turn around and don't forgive others. And our hearts begin to harden not only toward others, but towards ourselves. But God's plan of forgiveness provides total freedom for us from guilt over what we've done and from the bitterness towards others for what they've done to us. The ability to forgive is a reflection of a repentant, spiritually reborn heart. That repentance begins one-on-one with God. How willing are you to forgive yourself and others? Tony Dungy, author of the popular Uncommon book series, Discover more at CoachDungy.com. That's CoachDungy.com. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital, listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small? or too large well you better call dr weber first on that one three four five forty five forty five on a big truck's journey the driver faces long hours unrealistic deadlines and fatigue driver fatigue could lead to devastating accidents leaving people seriously injured or killed a big truck wreck requires serious legal help i'm attorney bobby manning if you've been involved in a wreck with a big truck I know what to do for you. Don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. I always love when John plays that because it's so apropos for Sammy Hagar to say that we're, you know, that we're, we've been called maniacs before <laughs> and that we've also been told that our opinions don't matter. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Actually, daily we're told that. Yes. So, uh, one more text uh, from Sherman. He says, uh, talking about the games, it seems like the smaller schools care more about winning the NCAA tournament games. You can tell that by watching the games. You know, there's something to be said for that. Some of the one and dones, I'm sure they want to. I'm sure they want to win. Some of these teams, like Kentucky, uh, that have a lot of those kind of players. But you know, are they thinking more at this part of the of the season, even though they're in the NCAA tournament? Are they thinking more about 
you know, what their pro career is going to be and the draft coming up in a few months and, and that sort of thing as opposed to being totally focused. That's why you hear all the analysts, and this is one thing they say that is true, the team that has a lot of seniors that doesn't have any of those guys that have left, when you've got a lot of senior leadership, point guards that's a senior, those teams win a lot in the NCAA tournament from a, and I'm going to say it, mid-major school because they've had a group of guys that have been together for four years, uh, a senior-laden type team that's been through the wars and is very experienced, doesn't get nervous, and that kind of thing. So there's a lot to be said for that. Thank you, Sherman. So let's go over, uh, of course, we only were 50% last night. Uh, that's only good when you're – There you go. Our opinions for, don't matter. For your, yeah. yeah, for your uh, hitting in baseball or something. But uh, we both got uh, – what games did we, we get? We got Loyola correct. We and got, the, yeah, uh, we both picked Loyola yesterday. And um, we also – we missed on Gonzaga. And we got Michigan And correct. Michigan, yeah. yeah. I just really felt like Michigan was going to push Texas Tech around. and I mean, Texas A&M. And that's exactly what happened. And then we missed on Kentucky and Gonzaga. So – uh, we've got uh, – so this is what we have on the right side of the bracket, which is the East and the Midwest. you still got, you know, pretty much, except for Syracuse, you've got pretty much the lower seeds uh, or higher, whichever way you want to say it. Uh, you still have some of the what you would say as a normal, kind of a normal bracket. You've got number one Villanova against number five West Virginia. You have a 2-3 game with Texas Tech and Purdue. You've got a 1-5 game with Kansas and Clemson, and then Duke is the number two, and they're playing number 11, Syracuse. But man, oh man, on that left side in the south and the west, number nine, Kansas State against number 11, uh, Loyola, Chicago. And then you've got uh, number nine, Florida State against number three, Michigan. Yeah, I mean, I think you got Florida State's come out of nowhere. Leonard Hamilton's always been a pretty good coach. I think uh, he's got a lot of uh, quite a impressive uh, resume over the years with teams, and now he's got uh, Florida, which I didn't see. This was a t- last night a twenty-five point win for Florida State, seventy-five to sixty over Gonzaga, and a twenty-seven point win, ninety-nine. 72, 72 by Michigan. Yeah, Texas, uh, Michigan over Texas A&M. Uh, the biggest, you know, as far as biggest uh, discrepancy in seeding tonight is number two, Duke, versus number 11, Syracuse. Uh, but then again, you have two number ones versus number fives. And, of course, the uh, really tight, interesting matchup between number two, Purdue, versus number three, Tennessee, Texas Tech. So um, okay, well, let's go through these. Let's go through real quick. Make our yeah, we've only got about three or four minutes. Make our predictions. Okay, let's just start at the top on the right. Uh, Villanova, West Virginia. I uh, Terry Waltrip is going with West Virginia. Has his upset in this because he picked West Virginia. I'm going with Villanova, so I'm going with Nova in that one. But I certainly wouldn't be disappointed if West Virginia won that. I uh, like Bob Huggins. I just think uh, right yeah. now Villanova's got too much talent and is playing very well. Also very well coached uh, to win, so I picked Villanova to win that one. Okay. The two-three game, Texas Tech versus Purdue. Boy, a really tough ball game, but I like Matt Painter's Purdue Boilermakers in this one simply because I know that's going to be a grind them out game, which hasn't been Texas Tech style of play this year in the Big Twelve. So I'm going to go in a close. I, mean, I think Texas Tech certainly wouldn't just surprise me if they did win. They're going to have to shoot lights out from the perimeter 
but I'm going to go with number two, Purdue, Matt Painter's Boilermakers t- knocking off the Red Raiders of Texas Tech. Yeah, I'm going to go with Purdue as well simply because of the, again, the same reason I picked Michigan over A&M, the Big, the big Ten style of play, the push around, uh, kind of beat you up a little bit kind of thing a lot of times uh, makes other teams uncomfortable and, and keeps them from shooting good percentages during the ball game. Kansas and Clemson. Wow. Uh, you know, the thing about Clemson that surprised me, I think one of their best players has missed the uh, – went down before the uh, NCAA tournament, and yet they've managed to to, uh, to grab a couple of victories. I'm going to go – I think it ends tonight, though. I don't think Kansas is the deepest team, but I'm going to go with Bill Self and the Jayhawks tonight knocking off Clemson. But I think this game will probably be closer than many people think. Yeah, with it being in Omaha, uh, this game will be basically a home game. Uh, for Kansas as far as the amount of folks there. So I'm going to go with Kansas to beat Clemson. Okay, then the last one on that side, Duke and Syracuse. You know, I see this one a lot like last night's game between Kentucky and Kansas State. Duke is clearly the most talented team that will be on that floor tomorrow night, but I'm going to go with the most talented team on the floor. And uh, Marvin Bagley and crew, uh, Gary Trent Jr., I'm – I'm going to go with uh, the Blue Blood in this one. I'm going to stick with Krzyzewski and the Duke Blue Devils. I'm going to pick Duke as well, but I think it could go either way. I don't think this game will be a blowout simply because the matchup zone that Jim Beheim has played at Syracuse for decades gives certain teams a lot of problems, especially if they morph it a little bit, which Jim Beheim does he will not only play the matchup zone but against certain teams he'll morph it a little bit to take certain players away from the other team and it kind of surprises teams and makes them again makes them uncomfortable and they end up shooting a very poor percentage from the floor I still think I think I still think Duke will win but I think it's going to be really really close and maybe you know, in the last uh, possession or, or last minute of the game before uh, Duke wins that ball game. Uh, real quick, up the, now up at the top on the in the South, the Kansas State and and Chicago, Illinois, Chicago. 